What's up, winners? I'm Sylvia Chagla, and over a decade or even longer, I have been obsessed with everything around people, around how to develop, how to turn ideas into reality, and this is all based on change and transformation, especially in this digital world. I have been learning, studying, and applying. I was one of the youngest HR consultants for an executive and was leading change projects within the biggest telecommunication merger in Europe. And I am today combining and blending Eastern and Western knowledge in order to help you to change the way the world works so we can all have more efficiency, productivity and engagement and actually transform and change successfully. I have been doing this for ages and ages by myself from almost homeless into a successful corporate high flyer and today an excited and passionate entrepreneur supporting leaders and entrepreneurs like you within startups, SMEs and Fortune 500 companies to create and make the difference they actually crave for. So don't expect any conventional HR and kind of those topics around this, but of course everything what is combined from Speed Smart and Book Smart and many, many other things here on this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am excited to go with you on this journey and win X today. We have our uh, next milestone coming up and luckily our it's our last milestone in the current round but it's a growth uh it's a growth milestone of course <laughs> so, what kind of, of milestone you have to grow yes yeah best situation to to tackle a growth uh growth milestone and we we are we are happy that we have an an investor like that because You are more than welcome to start. Thank you, Sylvia. And so, hello, everyone. Let me introduce me. And if you don't know me, welcome to this uh, podcast. Put your hands up and follow me. We want employees to have a happy and fulfilled life. Your healthy relationships is what we strive for. Therefore, we provide you a software from the triad of human personality development. You can see what we built for continuous team development at our page, matchmanau.de, personality recruiting, next innovation age. This is how we support you and your teams to solve relationship issues don't cry me a river if your team fails we also got you tissues but this won't happen if you use our software with no stress perfect ux tools to improve your team's happiness this increases your organization's productivity and revenue getting the right people to form the teams is the smart clue how we do this based on psychometrics and machine learning through our 1000 customers we are already earning money it's still learning it's funny 
other startups are just burning money. We are turning to the sunny side. I mean the whole work industry, if you don't mind. We call it team design, the perfect symbiosis of people smooth. Like every rhyme, perfect flow, I'm the rapping CTO. Battle punchlines is not normally my, not my style. I'm really humble, but this is a fight battle freestyle rap, so get ready to rumble. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. This is one of the most amazing uh, starts. Uh, really the first one that is not done by myself. And <laughs> I'm beyond grateful that you, you gave it a shot. So thank you so much. I know that you are not doing this on a daily basis because this is not oh, what not you're doing. <laughs> so once again, thank you so much. I highly appreciate it. So before we will get started and before we will dive in, I will just briefly share what you're doing apart from rapping, sure. right? So there is a lot of stuff what I will share also in the comments below, but I would just like to start with what I think is very impressive that you guys in your current startup, what you were just talking about, you're tackling the UN's world goals five, eight, and 10. And apart from that, you have, of course, a very broad experience around uh, data science, what I love as well, by the way, organizational behavior and e-commerce. So I would love to get started and ask you about the five, eight and 10 goal of the UN's world topics, because I think some people might not be aware of what it is and what you're doing when it comes to that. Yeah, sure. So as I have they all in mind, goal, goal number five is gender equality, right? And so when we, when we started Matchmanau, our project, um, which is about team design, uh, recruiting and team development, we saw when we, when we build an algorithm to, to match this all together, it is in our sense that we make it non-bias because bias was and i mean non-bias regarding gender and when you when you look at other algorithms in recruiting which use machine learning they they mainly use old data because you need a lot of data to to build up such a project and obviously your algorithm can become biased due to yeah data you put in mm -hmm. so we we thought um when we, when we started this whole thing some years ago that we just leave gender out and that we also provide gender neutral information after, after we have some results to, to people. So th this is our approach to goal number five. We, when we do team design, recruiting recommendations and all that stuff, we don't take gender into account because we, we have the stance that yeah, not important <laughs> at this case, uh, if you're, if you're female, male, diverse or whatever you, you count yourself to, mm -hmm. and that it's just about your personality yourself and what you're capable, able to do. And this is how we approach goal number five. I and love it. thanks. <laughs> goal, goal number eight is economic growth part with decent work. And, uh, wh why we think we approached that, uh, or why we focused on that people in our current system. And I think when I say system, I mean the, the economic world structure and from a sociological and ecological basis, 
they they need a certain amount of money and people uh, from my stance or perspective need to have work which is fulfilling and we thought when what we are doing is really working out everyone who is willing to to have a job and who is willing to work or wants to do something can find the perfect match uh, through through our platform based on human basis and and skills basis so there will always be an option to find decent work and as you know from from uh, case studies uh, from oxford or or cambridge university uh, happiness is an is a direct impact on and productivity as when you go down the whole causality chain uh, you know productivity has a direct impact on economic growth so we start quite early in this whole uh, causality chain but at the end um, we provide economic growth through this for organizations mm -hmm. and yeah reduced inequality goal number 10 i think that's qu quite obvious when when you have no bias in gender inequality and when you when you can when you try to approach the the fact that people need decent work and you you provide a system which gives you a neutral de uh, decision basis on how to hire and how to build teams then you leave out age gender and all that stuff you provide more equality to the people and this mm -hmm. is why we also tackle goal number 10. Thank you so much for sharing. And this leads me probably to the next question due to our current environment, due to our mm -hmm. current situation globally. First of all, the pandemic, but second of all, of course, the anti-racism movement at the moment, did it have any kind of impact on what you're doing at the moment in your business? No, it doesn't, uh, because we don't have racism within our organization. Of course, our our employees and also myself. I, I think when I was fifteen, I I, I supported a brothers keeper, Efau, which was a, a rep a rep um, community um, against racism because it happened in the past in Germany and it's still still happening. So, and when you when you love rap music and when you love hip hop, you need to. It's a it, their roots are in the black community. So um, it's, mm. it, it's always has been a part of my life. So we are not influenced by it directly because we provide the neutrality in the, in the whole software in this. So it's mm -hmm. like with the, with the fact about gender, mm -hmm. but of course our employees and we as people have a clear stance to that, um, that we support Black Lives Matters, and uh, but it's not like that we that we post in our organization for Matchman now. We we all have a clear stance to that, um, but we don't want to just hop on the train without having a, a direct impact on it. So mm -hmm. it more as an organization, it's more like that we don't feel allowed to to speak, but we support them. Mm -hmm. I can absolutely resonate with that. So I grew up in a small village next to Bavaria in the Alps and my best friends, we have been friends now for almost 30 years roundabout and her dad is a man of color and it was just normal for me to have this kind of people around. Yeah. So you just, 
how can I say it? You, you, and I am by myself, like I am a Polish girl in Germany. So I think <laughs> faced uh, lots of stuff by myself. So for me, it's exactly yeah. like for you, it's always been part of normality yes. to have the equality and not to differentiate in whatsoever. And um, yeah. yes, and when you mention that, um, it brings me back my first soccer team when I was five or six years old in 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 my parents' place at our village. We were Germans, Russians, Turkish, Philippines, Chinese kids playing soccer. And um, yeah, it was always just normal to have all this multicultural mixture. Mm. And we, we we grew up like that. So there, there was no place or space for racism. Mm -hmm. And I hope that, and this is my personal opinion about it, that is that this should be on a daily agenda of each and every single one of us, not about posting, not about being, you know, like, and I share this so often that we have the one day world yoga day, uh, one world meditation day, one world of what, whatever. It's about what we do on a daily basis. And this is what everybody now tries yeah. to fight, what is happening on a daily basis. So if we all would be able to stand up, speak up and show up for people who might kind of experience any kind of injustice. Um, and the whole video, what went viral was a pretty yeah. great example for that. My personal opinion, like how can people, yeah, never mind. It's just a completely different topic. I don't want to even go too into that road. Sorry, just a side note. This we, makes we, me, we are we on the same page. We are on the same page and we have a clear stance to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do it uh, and I completely resonate with it to do it on a daily basis because this, uh, yeah. And I will run, uh, by the way, a whole series about that in July and invite people um, to ex share their own experience. But today we want to talk about customer relationship and growth and how to do this effectively. <laughs> this is a little bit of, of a side <laughs> note uh, that this is our today's topic, actually, to talk about this. So, well, well, But we, we can take the, cur uh, the, the connection to this, that when you have a clear stance on a political topic, it fosters your customer relationship because it kind of sorts out the people who uh, have a different opinion on that. And mm -hmm. it, yeah, gets you, gets stronger relationships with the people who have a clear stance on this mm -hmm. to take the connection. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for <laughs> helping me out here because I would now lose myself. No, because, you know, and like exactly what you said, if you stand when you are honest and real about what you think, and this might be different for everybody. So we can yeah. also agree that we disagree. Don't get me wrong. It's just about that the connection, like you said, is happening when you start to be vulnerable, when you start to be honest and real. And what would you say, how can especially leaders in this current situation, and you are one of them, do this within their company, do this with their teams and with their customers, of course, as well, in order to be able to, to tackle this current situation as a business, not only related mm -hmm. to equality, but of course also related to maybe some struggles. People are fighting to survive with businesses. And some of them have real issues to make the next month, depending on which areas they are. Um, yeah. So what would you say, how can they right now, and of course beyond that, start to create this strong relationship with their customers and team? Yeah. Yeah, it's humility and and all all the all the aspects which are uh, connected to that. So 
I think you within your podcast a lot of people uh, probably have talked about it, but in one of the the first things to start with is is just open, honest, clear communication. So, <laughs> so that you look for the exchange with is it with your customers or your team, the people you work with on a daily basis, your business partners. I mean, when you just tell about your own situation, uh, talk about your own situation, and then then people can realize that they are not the only ones struggling with the situation. And as my, my opinion on this is that together you always will find a solution. And as a leader, I think you you always, of course, you need to have an eye on on your on the on the business and the metrics and the KPIs and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's it's about human relationships and all all the metrics and the KPIs. It's a yeah, it's an economic con construct where we where we want to group together, but there won't be any KPIs and any any metrics when there are new you know people you you can to work with. So, um, for example, we in our situation as a company, we really have a transparent um, exchange with our with our team members, so that they. They have a clear insight in all the numbers um, where where we're heading in which direction. They have a clear understanding and transparency in our decision making of uh, the seaboard and in, in and what our investors, for example, are thinking about the situation. How we how we discuss uh, things like um, in our situation. One example in our situation: we have we have our uh, next milestone coming up and. Luckily, our it's our last milestone in the current round, but it's a growth uh, it's a growth milestone. Of course, <laughs> so, what kind of, of milestone would we have to grow? Yes. Yeah, best situation to to take a growth uh, growth milestone, and we we are we are happy that we have an an investor like that because we we just talked about the situation and we together decided that it would be just unfair uh, to have um, the normal schedule as, as actually planned because then we would have had our milestone presentation and final date in May. And now and now we just skipped it to September, um, which at the end, of course, means that we have to take the longer period with the money we have. Mm -hmm. So, of course, then we, we need to tighten our financial plannings in there. And when this is when this is transparent to the employees and the whole group, they they can understand the decision. And on the other hand, our investor is so fair that that we um, reschedule the milestone, and that they didn't discuss uh, the the whole contract um, with this new situation over. Uh, because what I have heard from other startups, um, they they kind of uh, yeah. Guy. We're in the situation that their investor said, "Okay, when we reschedule the whole milestone, um, we we want to have more shares because it's not not what we agreed on in the pa past." And we're lucky that, oh, not just lucky but happy <laughs> that we we have a fair communication in there. So communication and transparency is one of them, definitely. Mm -hmm. 
And what I also think is a good approach to handle a situation like this um, is to understand the situation of the people um, behind. So it's it's not just that these are people who are, who are trying to support the whole vision of the of the company but these are people like you and me who get up have their families have their daily daily life and to create an understanding for their mental structure and their situation is is definitely important mm -hmm. and th this led for example to the situation that we uh, with uh, with us working remote we we have an office live stream for example because some of us said they need the human or the social interaction they they cannot sit at home alone in their flat and work there in front of their laptop <laughs> they need social interaction so what we did is just create a live stream where everyone whenever uh yeah can can zoom mm -hmm. in <laughs> that's a great idea and and have some yeah have some social interaction or if they just want to zoom in to to have this noise of other people working in the, in the back like maybe in the past you went to a cafe around the corner to to get this music and and this noise of people doing interacting and yeah we created this uh, virtually Amazing. That's a great idea because for some extroverts, this might be a very challenging situation to be basically locked down during this situation. By the way, research shows that um, when you are alone, this can be perceived by your brain like being literally hurt. So mm -hmm. therefore, you can experience this unconsciously as pain and therefore this might have Definitely. lots of impact on your productivity, efficiency, yeah. etc. And this leads me to the next topic about the happiness. You said that mm -hmm. happiness correlates straight away with the productivity of people. Yeah. So with, within the data science, within your algorithm, because I know that you've built and this is what I will not be able probably to do in this lifetime, but maybe next one. <laughs> we will um, keep working on it. <laughs> we, yes, never give up. So if I would set up my mind towards it, I believe I could manage this because this is how I roll. You know what I mean? Like I get my head into something and there is nothing what I cannot learn. We just created a new graphic, uh, which ex explains it more, more simplified. So we should give it another try, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we need to learn to ex uh, explain it. I mean, uh, my, my, I always have, have to the point that if I'm not able to explain it in a way that other people understand it, I'm not good at explaining. So, when when you say you you didn't get through the whole process, I wasn't able to explain it in a proper way. So, <laughs> well, gonna... I think we we didn't even talk that much about algorithm the last time we met Could each be. other. So just give people a little bit of a context. We met each other in Munich last year, I yeah. believe, and have been in touch since then. Uh, so, um, yeah, we will see when we will be able to meet uh, each other next time. But just coming back to the happiness and the productivity. So what yeah. would you say, or maybe how is your product also providing this kind of area when it mm -hmm. comes to teams, when it comes to finding something that makes you happy? It... It supports every every person in the point that you need to start with yourself. And uh, I think other people are not able and not responsible to make somebody happy. Uh, you can all, only be self um, 
self-responsible for for making yourself happy and then you can be happy together and so we our this is also the whole approach in our software we always start with with yourself so you need to understand yourself before you can understand your whole team or other people and so we start with a personal analysis in our in our product and this points out where your personality has which um which structure and how your value system structure is and due to this uh, we we keep on going asking your question um to yeah to kind of point out what makes you happy and so that you get a yeah quite sound understanding of what's in what are things that give you energy or what uh, are things that um, take energy away from you and which have an influence and impact on your happiness so that you can work on yourself and from this on um, because our main focus is teams and team design uh, from this on when you understood what about yourself what makes you happy um, you can talk about this with your team and colleagues and then we keep on asking team related question to um to uh, the way you want to work the way you want to communicate uh, um, the way your resilience is or your mindfulness or your your ability to learn or what is your motivation and and it all influences the the collective intelligence and this at the end has an impact on the team happiness and, and this is how where we take the curve and go on the productivity amazing so you go from self-reflection to team relation topics and yeah. would you mind to share with us the collective intelligence topic and go a little bit deeper into that mm, yes sure so so you want to know um, what it if, is yes how can we what measure? If, Okay. Yes. What is collective intelligence, especially when it comes to teams and of course, when it comes to working with your customers, probably as well. Right. Yeah. So, um, we understand collective intelligence as the combination of, um, all the, uh, all the constructs I, I mentioned. So to, to really have them all, it's, it's about trust. Um, it's about resilience, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, self-efficiency. It's about motivation, productivity, the ability to learn and communication. And then we also try to tackle creativity, judgment, and moral reasoning. And this all together um, builds, builds up collective intelligence. So when you, when you understand which uh, who of your team um, has has which um, yeah degree of all these single constructs? You can understand how to combine them, and then you can yeah improve your collective intelligence and adjust adjust the the people in this direction or support support the people in their potential in each single in each single construct, because then and then your collective intelligence grows. This and, and what we do in there is we really, I always say, uh, I always say we're just asking the right questions uh, to support people in, in finding, finding the solution, and keep, keep on going uh, in the process and developing themselves and their team. 
And what we do, we provide, yeah, we provide tools and, and these are exercises and questions. And this is where we also then, some of them tools, we provide them for free. And this is where our customer relationship um, is fostered and, and where they really get, yeah, they get tools or content um, where, where they can really have a, a, a benefit from. And so we, what we really try is to provide the best, the best tools and the best content to improve the team relationship and, and, uh, and to, yeah, improve the collective intelligence. And by having this, yeah, this requirement to ourselves, we, our, our people, our people, our community can really rely on that. We want what the best for them. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to customer relationship management, and when you might not have access to those tools, what would you say, how did you start out and how did you create this customer relationship uh, with people who haven't known you before? So for example, whoever's right now watching and might think about building something, maybe creating mm -hmm. a side hustle, what would you say, how to get started with the customer relationship um, especially at the beginning. Interaction is the key in this, in this point, uh, because you, you need to reach out to the people who, who are yeah, maybe, maybe experts or just interested in a, in a certain topic and whether it's on, on Instagram or, or LinkedIn, um, or any kind of social network online or social network offline when it's, when it comes to events and, and meetup groups, you, you just need to go there and interact with people because what our current Corona situation uh, taught us is that it's all about interaction and <laughs> that you, that we're still humans and we need social interaction. And when you get in, in contact with those people, you, you, you learn from them you can uh, give them something back after a time because um, you, you share different perspectives. You start uh, start exchanging your your knowledge, information, and it, it's. I think it, it always needs to be gross on an on an eye level, so so that you that you that not one part of um, is just extracting um, benefits from the other but that you always have yeah it's giving and giving back mm -hmm. and yeah i can just recommend to to reach out to the people from whom you want to learn and to yeah to provide them something mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing and uh, my last question would be so once you have established like you for example i don't know how long have you been uh, part or, or when did you build up or started your startup the, we we founded the the company in 2018. Yeah. Two years so ago. We, two years ago. So we started with the whole project. Um, I was still attending university um, when we started this project um, in 2016, and then through this we were learning, researching, uh, setting up prototypes. Um, yeah crunch it <laughs> and, <laughs> and finally in 2018 june 2018 uh, we found the game there mm -hmm. yeah. and how were you able to grow 
throughout the past almost two years. So were there any kind of tricks, hacks in order to be able to not only manage what is, but also to go into the perspective of growing. And I would take maybe the pandemic out of the situation mm -hmm. because we were talking about this at the beginning. So yeah. just generally speaking, how could we go for growth when it comes to this topic? Yeah. You need to grow on different, on different levels. And uh, I, I think it's good to or no, let, let's mix it up. Uh, I think um, you you can only grow if you build good relationships to people. And it's from from my experience of the past. And there I had luck that I had had an uncle who who taught me this quite early that it's all about your network, and that you and that you need to get to know people and interact with people. And then during my bachelor studies, I had three really really supportive professors and they just yeah in the beginning they took me by the hand and went with me to conferences and all that stuff and this is how i was able to really grow a quite good network and then um, when you get in contact you yeah you need to stay in contact and and then it's about to be clear about yourself and I think Simon Sinek is a, is a great example for this because Simon Sinek in the past was only talking about start with why or find your why. You, and, and now he's only talking about the growth mindset. So, he calls it the infinite mindset. I, yeah, I have the book here. Yes, it's somewhere back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it uh, last week as well, I think. Last yeah. week or the week before. So, right, he, he, he calls it the infinite mindset. And my point in here is that you don't hear him talk about uh, start with why anymore. So mm -hmm. he's really clear in his message. He's uh, reaching out to the people. So I'm only focusing on one thing. And when you, when you interact with me, I want to be understood and seen as the, the person who is focusing on this topic and i'm really precise focusing on this topic and when i'm done with it uh, maybe i move on to the next one and w when it comes to your network you should be clear about yourself what you're what you're doing and what you're looking for and what you what you can provide or provide for your network and how you can support your people in your network and and this is how the how I would say the, the whole main, maintenance thing of your, of your people uh, works out so that you really care about them personally and that you um, are precise and clear about yourself. And then, and this is why I didn't want to split it in offline and, and online uh, because um, we need to, to mix it up nowadays. It, it doesn't work uh, in a separate way. You you keep yeah you you keep to maintenance it in a digital way in an in an offline way meet call write emails text messages whatever <laughs> and, and, or do it like myself just invite them to talk with you yes and record it and make a podcast out of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, thank yeah, you so much a, for sharing about this maintenance yeah yeah. 
Cool. Um, so first of all, I think this is a very diverse podcast. Thank you so much for sharing all <laughs> your knowledge. <laughs> we started with wrapping, then ex kind of had a slow excursion to this topic, which is very close to my heart because it's like for you, you know, you just have to really be stand, be show who you are as a human being. And, yes. and this closes probably the topic, what you've just shared at the end is basically to make sure uh, that you stand for something, um, that you have an opinion and that you know what you want to provide and how you want to help and serve others, no matter on which level, no matter where you are or with whom you yeah. are. And uh, at the end, my last, last question was, is um, what, and this is how I close all the shows here is, what was your biggest win throughout your entrepreneurial journey? Not in your life, your entrepreneurial journey. My biggest win. Mm. Was there one? <laughs> Definitely, there are several. <laughs> mm, my biggest win, one second. Of course, not talking about your best for a girl at home, just talking really about your professional life. So don't get me wrong, yeah, sure, just sure. No, clarify no. this because someone told me like, yeah, of course my, I know. <laughs> just to, to focus on your professional life. Um, I, my, my biggest win in my professional life is that I came to the point that I uh, need to set my own, my own personal metrics and KPIs and so that I can understand what would be my biggest win and that it's not compared to other entrepreneurs or other founders and CEOs, CTOs and whatever, mm. because, because when you, when you start comparing, you start losing because everyone, everyone has a, has a different journey and everyone everyone is writing um, their own story and some people uh, take take longer for for some some yeah goals um, which are comparable but they may make other experience on the way to when they try to reach that goal so of course one of my one of my past classmates from from high school he he's an entrepreneur and he just raised uh, 26 million. And, and of course I could compare myself uh, to, okay, we started at the same age uh, with school and, and this and that, and now he, he raised uh, a bunch of amount of money, which I haven't. And on the other hand, he hasn't been living for one year on Bali, um, freelancing and serving and, and experience a different lifestyle. So, having your own metrics where you can compare yourself to yourself is the biggest win the, that I made through this whole journey. Oh, I, I'm just getting goosebumps here. It's basically success on your own terms. And this is how yeah. you can kill your light or kill your dreams and aspirations faster than you're even able to start to achieve anything. Thank you so much for sharing so honestly. Um, I highly appreciate that and I can absolutely resonate with it. 
So, well, thank you so much for being uh, here today with me, for sharing your rapping skills as well. So, <laughs> the rapping CTO, the rapping CEO. This is how I share. Gonna share this at the beginning. For yeah, that's a great idea. So, thank you so so much, and um, yeah, I hope to talk to you soon face to face. Yes, my pleasure exchanging with you, and take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this was insightful, informative or inspiring. I would love to hear your number one takeaway. Come on over to winx.today and share it in the comments below. You can also provide any kind of question around remote work solutions, business and leadership growth, as well as holistic HR topics. I look forward to provide an A to your queue. Stay tuned winner and don't forget we can win X today.